one of my junior colleagues used to call me fishy vishy i chose to become a chess player i chose not to do something else for me it's clear that uh, they would not make these allegations without serious grounds and uh, therefore it needs to be addressed fully i would be very happy if amir khan uh, <laughs> did it chain and he would keep on doing this when he <laughs> while the game was going on and it used to irritate or i decided that it irritated me i mean these things never irritate you he came to me after we both came past the security and he said you were super in your last film i always thought the chess is politics but without any rules whereas in chess we have very strict rules pieces yeah. can go like this you can do I once uh, was visited by a blind chess player okay. and um thank you so much for giving me the opportunity what should i call you sir i should call you tiger of madras padma bhushan padma vibhushan king of chess lightning kid grand master author or deputy president of world chess federation what should we call you sir well anand this <laughs> good start <laughs> sir sir we cannot call you vishi because sir every time your opponent loses a chess match they don't say that something is fishy they say something is vishi Yes, uh, some people have uh, thought of this um, uh, rhyme. So, especially one of my junior colleagues used to call me Fishy Vishy. But uh, yes, sir. How early should somebody who's uh, interested in chess or who is looking for a career in chess should start in chess as a profession, or should even train his kids uh, in chess if one wants to start in chess? there is no magic age um i would say you can start whenever you want and uh, nowadays it's quite easy to find people to practice with uh find the material you need to learn and so on so the only thing that needs to be done is that you start and you start playing young age is possible but there's nothing wrong with um, so there are people who start at 4 but you can go all the way up till 10 and uh, even higher so if that's the age you want to introduce your kids most important thing i think is to show your kids how to play and then see if they're interested if they're not they're not but maybe they are okay so chess requires a certain kind of discipline or something so do you think that people who play chess uh, evolve to become different just train some good habits but it's a myth that uh, uh, chess players don't have uh, impatience or uh, Uh, don't want to move around they don't have emotions it's not like that at all uh, what happens is we try not to show it uh, uh, you know while sitting at the board but uh, in general you're right chess will force you to have a little more patience uh, a little more concentration but it cannot solve everything uh, and chess players aren't that different from anybody else okay Sir, when did you realize that you know chess was the thing for you? Because nowadays, a lot of youngsters are having a lot of uh, dilemmas about their careers, and they are switching things, and not finding the purpose of your uh, life. So, when did you realize that chess was the thing, and you are going to give everything to it? I got into chess what when I was six years old, and then I was playing in the club and so on. I was not so worried about my career because I was in love with chess, and then you know everything else for, goes to the background. um i would say it's the opposite i i knew by the age of 9 or 10 that 
I would be playing chess unless somebody gave me a very good reason to do something else and nobody did. So it's not like I chose to become a chess player. I chose not to do something else. So did you not realize that uh, you will uh, lack short of finances or something? What if, because now everyday people are thinking, what if not this, then what? Right. So did you not think something else in the mind and chess was that time not that popular when you started or uh, not that rewarding as it is today? Right. So did you not worry about how will I feed for the family or something? Um, those thoughts. Never That's true. Came but up. I was very lucky. I was very lucky with the timings. Uh, when I finished my uh, 10 standard exams, I became national champion. When I finished my plus two, I became a, a world junior champion. And then uh, I became a grandmaster shortly afterwards. And when I finished my BCom, I was number, I was in the top five in the world. Yes. So, um, in a sense, every moment that I would start worrying about what career I should have and what uh, financial situation I will have, um, the problem solved itself. So, in terms of timing, I was very lucky. Imagine that everything, all my good results came one or two years late or early. It would have been more confusing. You are too honest to admit that. Sir, so does uh, does life imitate chess board? Uh, does uh, yeah, because uh, people who play chess are they very good at office politics or something? Uh, I think for chess players, life imitates chess. But uh, whatever you do, you'll find parallels with your life. Um, th there are lessons you can learn in chess uh, that you apply in other parts of life. You know, certainly. Uh, how you relate to people also matters in office politics, as you put it. But um, finally, chess teaches you how to be a very good chess player. <laughs> Nothing about it's power. A it's a skill that you work on. And uh, so my concentration is highest for chess. My ability to work is highest for chess. Uh, you know, my recall is best in chess. So I'm also, let's say, optimized for chess. Okay, okay. Sir, now that uh, the question is that how can chess be more mainstream? Because see, as we know that, you know, India was the uh, birthplace of chess, as they say. So how can it be more uh, mainstream uh, like cricket and uh, like other sports that are now coming up? Uh, some league or something, uh, something needs to be done. What do you say? How can we make it more mainstream? Well, that's an excellent idea, a league. Uh, there are uh, some initiatives recently, Tech Mahindra announced a global league that they can organize. Hopefully that uh, works out very well. Um, but we are in the right direction. We are generally, chess is growing very, very fast, especially during the pandemic and uh, uh, a year or two later, chess was booming. Um, I'm, I'm talking six, 10 times the usual audience was tuning in maybe because they had a lot of free time but uh, a lot of them connected with chess and it's doing very well now the interesting thing is to find new formats so not only leagues good tournaments good matches you know all everything you organize has to be done for a larger audience but it's um, let's say a pleasant problem sir i i feel that some 2020 format kind of chess has to be there, be there so that it motivates the people and some hard hitting that's there too. Uh, we have uh, every uh, time control. We have um, six or seven hour chess. We have one hour chess. We have half an hour chess. Then 10 minute chess, five minute, one minute. I mean, it's even faster than 2020. So 
it's like two hours each or something you know uh, if you want a cricket parallel so we ha we have all these things the most important thing in chess is not only the format but also the explanation so we need good commentary because it's not everyone can follow instantly what's going on so you need good commentary okay we need some uh, entertainment kind of commentary that happens in the form of uh, cricket if you are following cricket right now the commentary in cricket has started in bhojpuri haryanvi and other languages also yes it's an excellent idea i mean you keep on expanding your audiences uh, hopefully in chess the same thing will happen that we will have uh, and it's quite easy in chess because we already have a lot of experience doing commentary online and so on so the only thing is as you say more and more languages um it's still a requirement you need people who know chess and who speak the language and who know how to convey it so it's a skill set but i'm sure we'll get to that point as you say sir it was a eye opener to me as well because i myself don't play chess but i realized that the audience of chess is so vast so vast i was just googling while preparing for this interview and trying to find out what has to be told that is not yet in the public domain and you know i was amazed to find the views on even if there is a slight v of the name vishwanathan anand so there will be like millions of views of people you know uh, watching uh, this uh, silent young gentleman you know do wonders on the board game so now sir one question that is coming is since you are into the administration of world chess federation uh, what do you have to say about the young players because there has been a recent protest in the uh, other formats of the game like uh, wrestling federation players are uh, protesting so what do you have to say on this obviously uh, it's a very serious charge and uh, you know i hope that the matter simply gets resolved that a full investigation and uh, that we uh, that you know some sort of closure is brought to this case because uh, uh, for me it's clear that uh, they would not make these allegations without serious grounds and uh, therefore it needs to be addressed fully um it it's a good point you raise because even in chess we have to create a wel welcoming atmosphere for youngsters i, I don't mean only one or two areas i mean in general when youngsters come to a chess tournament or chess venue they should feel happy they should feel like this is where i want to be i'm going to enjoy myself you know have go back with positive things so it's that and uh, also in uh, uh, in fide the world chess federation one of the things i'm working on along with the team is how to get more women and more girls so if girls play then later um uh with you know they will grow up and uh, continue playing the game so how to get more uh, uh women into the game is a very big uh, challenge for us and one that we are working for uh, quite hard in fact soon i will go to cyprus to promote a women's uh, grand prix event as part of the qualification cycle so uh how important is physical fitness for uh, chess something because people think that it's only chess so we require a lot of mental exercise and all that stuff so do you think that physical fitness plays an important role in chess it's a very good learning for us that um, one of the things that we have discovered in chess is that uh, physical fitness is vital um as chess becomes more and more of a sport if you don't have the stamina you will get tired you will start to make mistakes you you know it's the equivalent of not being able to run further or uh, hit harder you cannot make good moves because your brain gets tired and uh, one of the things that i realized then is um that you need it for everything whether it's your exams uh, even if you're sitting at home you have a desk job your fitness is essential 
and we live in a world where the problem is uh, the natural lifestyle is unhealthier and un unhealthier yes yes uh, everything we can order online every we can always sitting in a chair all these things we have to build habits to fight that so fitness is essential but it's not only for chess i think uh, if you're not uh, fit you will suffer a lot in life yes sir yes uh, okay uh, now sir uh, since if there is going to be a biopic on you which actor do you want to play your role in your biopic movie i would be very happy if amir khan uh, <laughs> did it because uh, i have played chess with him at least he uh, understands a little bit uh, what a chess player goes through and i think uh, he is generally able to get into character very nicely he works very hard to do it and um, yeah he would be very good to play me for amir khan to do your role he has to you know avoid keeping his hand on his like lips like this and you know <laughs> i think because he every move that he is going to make is going to th think like that but whereas i have been seeing you uh, you are uh, thinking without uh, using your hands so yeah that, that would be my advice to amir khan <laughs> well that is a good point i you know i have uh, i sometimes think what i look like but it's very hard to tell because when you are at the game i fidget a lot not necessarily like this uh -huh. but i fidget a lot i'll be scratching here scratching here moving this because it's very difficult when you there's so much tension you think you need to let it out but uh, it's very difficult to be aware of what you do and it's very boring to watch your videos for uh, 7 hours to find out what you do so yes. um but anyway i'm sure he'll do his research yes yes no doubt sir like he always does so do you go back and get to your videos i mean of uh, how you are appearing while playing chess or uh, specifically your moves that you did wrong i mean uh, a point of self reflection uh, after course. the it is vital to be to be a chess player you have to have this habit that you study your games find out what you did wrong and next time you don't make the same mistakes again i mean the most irritating thing in chess is to lose the same game twice okay. then it's irresponsible what you did um yeah. and maybe this is a good lesson in life as well i mean if you do something wrong once write it down somewhere and make mm -hmm. sure just not to do it again but that is vital um so yes i i do it but most chess players i think uh, do that the only question is how much they do it and how well they do it okay so do you have some specific routine for it because now uh, a lot of uh, realms of life are opening up before uh, the young audience uh, uh, in terms of uh, manifestation in terms of introspection so how do you i mean if you can just elaborate you just go back uh, during uh, the way back on train or flight uh, you introspect or do you have a specific routine like gym goers or somebody has that they meditate and do their introspections uh, do you have some specific routine for it i put the game on a chess board and i try to remember what i was thinking so the most important thing is not what you see now but what you see when you are sitting at the board with that pressure and with that uh, responsibility so you have to try to recreate that situation a little bit and think um i saw the correct line but why did i not believe in myself uh why didn't I, or why did i not see the right line mm -hmm. what am i missing what can i improve uh so there's quite a lot of that and uh, you you cannot become a better chess player if you don't do this so it's yes. simply uh, necessary to uh, recreate the situation every time so it's more of a inner fight as much as it's a fight on board very much because at the board you are alone so you are not uh, making 
I mean, even if somebody walks by and disturbs you, the the reason you got disturbed is not them; it's you. You allowed it. So, how do you stop it next time? Uh, next time someone does that, what are you going to change in your behavior so it is not a problem? For instance, um, in some tournaments, people were coming and telling me, "You did fantastic yesterday. I'm so proud. Now you now you will win the tournament for sure." And it sounds very nice, but for me, it bothered me a lot because when they do that, then the next day I'm thinking. Why did they tell me this? Because now, some I'm sure something will go wrong and all that. So I started to make a habit that during tournaments I don't look at people very easily because if you don't make eye contact, they can't talk to you. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I stay in my area and I don't allow this to happen so that I don't have this problem. So literally, you take the thing that happened and then you work backwards and say, how do you correct all that? How do you not let it happen to you next time? So yes, you. Not only uh, moves can bother you, words can bother you. Okay. Uh, people's reactions can bother you. Their expressions can bother you. So you have to uh, think about what happened and say next time how I'm not going to let it happen. For for this, sir, I'll give you an advice, sir. Wear sunglasses while you play next time. <laughs> have you tried that? Yes, but the problem is then I don't see the pieces. So okay. and also, <laughs> it's it's a it's an interesting idea. Once. There was when I was very young. I was uh, like thirteen, fourteen. Mm-hmm. There was a chess player from Bombay called Vaidya. He used uh, to have the habit. He had a keychain, and he would keep on doing this when he had, <laughs> while the game was going on. And it used to irritate. Or I decided that it irritated me. I mean, these things never irritate you, but once okay, you think yes, that it yes. does, it does. Yes. And so what I did was I started to wear a cap like this. So there's some old photos of me when I was very young where okay, I would have okay. a cap. Just with the rim all the way down, because I thought if I put my cap like this and I sit like this, then he can keep spinning his keychain and I won't <laughs> see it. But now I think that's a bit extreme. So sunglasses, it's um, it will make you look funny, but uh, I, I think along those lines, yes. So uh, my question is, since you have developed such a big legacy, right? And you know, uh, I mean, so many titles and everything, so much fame and everything. Do you think now that uh, you go to public places or friends events or somewhere, right? Do you think that all this legacy, you know, uh, and everybody comes and everybody has to say something positive because you know of all the accomplishments uh, you have achieved. So do you also feel like too much positive, too much compliments is happening, bro? Uh, why not criticism? I mean, what irritates you? Too much uh, appreciation or uh, what does I mean? How do you react because you getting all the compliments all the time? Um, I try to enjoy it. You know, in, in a sense, um, if people and you should know, you should be your own critic. You don't need other people to do it. Yes, yes. You should because when other people say, even if they are right, I don't like what they say. Yes. And it's much harder to do what they say because I yes. feel why should I admit they were right? It's better yeah. to be your own critic. And for the rest, if people are nice to me, you should just say good. Then I don't have to deal with their criticism. I will manage. But. Um, I know that to be a chess player, I have to follow certain routines, certain discipline, and that will never change. Um, for the rest, if people uh, say nice things about me, enjoy it because one day they will not say nice things about you. Then. <laughs> okay, so you, you should never the, complain you... that things are going well. You should never complain that things are going well because one day they won't, and then or you'll go crazy. That's a life hard-hitting fact that you just told me. Right. So uh, a crazy fan moment that you have had. Um, there are many. I, I meet people. Even recently, somebody came to me and said, "You look like someone familiar. Who are you?" And I didn't know what to say. Even 
because so I said it doesn't matter. He said, but no, tell me your name. I said, I'm not going to tell you my name. <laughs> because well, it feels embarrassing to say it. And then what happens if I say it? And, but the funniest thing that happened to me was um, once I was in traveling by train and I was talking to the yes. person next to me. Maybe you've heard the story, but anyway, I'll tell you. Yes, yes, please tell us. Um, so I was talking to the person next to me and he was discussing. So it was a very long time back when uh, sports careers were not so common. No, So he yes, said, yeah. um, what do you do? I said, I'm a chess player. I thought I'd just become a grandmaster. You know, let me impress this guy. And then he said, ah, but what do you do? So then I said, uh, no, I'm a chess player. I'm planning to play chess for a living. And um, he said, you know, young man, don't take it badly. But unless you're Vishwanath and Anand, it's very difficult to make money playing chess, something like that. And uh, <laughs> uh, of course, I didn't tell him. So I said, oh, OK, that's a good point. And we left it at that. Then many, many years later, I, I was in an airport security check. And uh, so I was putting my hand luggage into the x-ray thing, right? And one guy on the other security belt, he looked at me, then looked away, then looked at me, then looked away. Then he was doing this over and over. So I understood, okay, somehow he's not able to exactly guess my name, but he's uh, thinking. So he came to me and said... Uh, Later on, I realized that he now suddenly understood who uh, I was. Uh. So he came to me after we both came past the security and he said, you were super in your last film. So <laughs> I didn't know I didn't know what to say because I realized he recognized me. And then I thought, OK, he knows who I am. But then I didn't ex expect this reaction. <laughs> so I was a bit stunned and I smiled at him and we, we went our own way. Um, then I called my wife to tell her the story and she said, which film? I said, I didn't ask him. She said, why did you ask why, him? Why? Said, yes, what is the I... use of knowing which film? She <laughs> said, I want to know if he thought you were the hero or the villain. So <laughs> That's a typical that, wife's that question. That's, nice a, that's a typical wife. That's a typical wife's question. Sir. <laughs> does Absolutely. the, does the audience see you as a hero or a villain? <laughs> Absolutely. But, but of course, uh, with that humility and face, you'd always be chosen as a hero if you are to be. I can never imagine you in an antagonist character if you are. And you'll be a very poor villain if you're going to be, sir. <laughs> I actually agree. Sir, uh, there were stories that, you know, you even played chess on your honeymoon, right? So uh, when is the day that you don't play chess? Is there any day that you don't play chess? Oh, yes. Lots of times. I, In fact, it's a very healthy part of life that... Uh, once you have done enough, you have played so many tournaments in a row or whatever, you need to take two, two weeks where you don't look at a chess piece. You must do force yourself to do other things. And then after two weeks, sorry, you will feel hungry again to do some chess. But if you don't give yourself that break, then you'll, you'll be sick of playing. You're, you're not able to play. You know? you'll, um, you'll be bored at every move you make because you've just seen too much of it. So... It's quite important to have that break. Sir, is it true that the uh, plates of your house are in the forms of a chessboard? No, my plates are white if you want to make a connection. <laughs> but uh, no, they're not in the shape of a chessboard. I'm sure we have... I'm sure we have a plate somewhere with some patterns, but no, come on. <laughs> okay, you don't. Yeah, there, there's only so much. There's only so much chess I can take in a day. If I <laughs> see chess pieces everywhere, I'll go mad. So. <laughs> okay, okay. 
Sir, because you have been traveling since very on and you have been meeting crazy amount of very good uh, influential people and everybody, right? So, uh, any dignitary that you remember, uh, you know, meeting uh, that, you know, that was exceptional? Yes, I, I have met um, the president, the prime minister, of course, of India, but many other countries and so on. But when you meet them, it actually goes very fast and you don't remember anything because it's a, it's a usually very formal occasion. And you don't have time to um, really sit and have a conversation. And also, you, it's very dangerous. You don't know what to say because they, they may not like it. So it's very polite conversation and that's all. So I cannot say that I have uh, any, personal, I've met. any personal remark by any of these uh, prime ministers or presidents. You know, you feel that, you know, how closely they are following your game or something. Yes, uh, quite often I... Um, met a couple of leaders who say, you know, that they're, uh, they know someone who plays chess or their children play chess. And in one case, they themselves uh, had played. So we would uh, discuss a little bit. And, um, you know, nothing, nothing really out of this world, but um, it made a connection easier that at some level, they also knew what chess was. And of course, you meet people who know nothing about chess and they don't know what to say and you don't know what to say. So, yes. uh, uh, like like the one at the airport checking. Yeah. And said that I saw you in that film. No, but a leader will never make such a big mistake. Yes. But uh, you can see they don't know what to say. So they will just say Bobby Fisher. Do you remember Bobby Fisher? One or two safe things and then they move on. Okay. So why I'm asking this question is because, you know, there are pop-ups in the internet. They are saying that, you know, only Vishwanath Anand can stop the Ukraine war because he has met Putin. Do you agree to this or not? <laughs> well, I think uh, the value of this comment is only that it's an internet joke. And so it's not really <laughs> something I will comment on. But, uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Sir, uh, now that, you know, because... Uh, you are very special in something so because people are uh, raising a online campaign to like in the case of Lata Mangeshkar they said that you know preserve the throat of Lata Mangeshkar you know so they are saying that preserve the brain of Vishwanathan Anand you know later on so what is the diet that you have okay, this is a little bit morbid for me but anyway my um, diet is just to eat sensibly. I don't follow a very strict diet. Generally, you have to be slightly flexible when you're traveling and all. But uh, as long as it's never too much, it's fine. When it's too much, then I when I eat a heavy meal, I need to sleep immediately. And uh, so when I'm playing, that's a big concern. I'll never have a very heavy lunch because uh, the last thing you want is go to the board and just your eyes are rolling, but you're trying forcing yourself to stay awake and your eyes are rolling again and so on. So. So please don't say that that you don't have almonds. You are breaking the myths of entire North Indian families. So, abhi bachpan se hi apne bachcho ko sir badam ya almonds they have started to make them eat right uh, just because they have sharp brains. So oh, I I'm, I have good news for you. I'm having almonds every day. You, uh, but you started after playing chess. And also right? and also like all Indian uh, boys, uh, I used to eat uh, bengal uh, because it's supposed to be uh, for buddhi, no? So. <laughs> So do you really so these kinds of things and thing, but sorry, 
do you really feel that these kind of uh, food that are in the market that really help in the brain health right you ate started eating almonds after you became a world champion right but abhi abhi se hi start kar diya indian families ne to sir already since childhood in general it seems nowadays that uh, eating nuts is very healthy for you so uh, whenever you start it's good and by the way you don't have to be a sports person to eat almonds or eat any healthy nuts nuts are very good for you uh, have it please yeah yes sir okay so things that you always carry with you um i carry a bag to carry the things that i need and i'm you know you don't probably don't expect this from a chess player but if i'm if i don't have a place with my things i will leave it somewhere and lose it so very important thing is to carry uh, carry a bag and make sure that everything is going in its place because uh yeah, i have a habit of forgetting things i used to have uh, forget a ring i lost a couple of rings like that yes yes and uh, things like that this what happens. do i carry with me everywhere my i'll carry some uh, something to read um some comfortable clothes to hang out in it's nothing uh, spectacular but uh, just things you you've learned that you need uh there's a advice first of all that because since you travel uh uh you can anyhow open a travel blog or travel uh, channel you know because people are looking for travel advices from you as well because you have become so widely well traveled and not everybody plays chess but most of the people that's a second genre for you uh, you can start posting about traveling you know people are asking me ask where to travel ask where to travel that that is true i can do it but you know i have to travel to many countries for the second time because during a tournament you don't get any time to see the country so you go to the airport you go to your hotel you check in you play the tournament you have no time to really sightsee and everything and then you come back and then sometimes it doesn't even matter which country you went to so mm-hmm. it's important for me uh, maybe to read my old travel blog and then see okay this country i should go back and check it out that sort of thing um in general i like uh wildlife so uh, many of my best holidays have been in africa in india uh, uh to see wildlife so um i've been to bandamgar to rantambor uh to mysore you know places like that yes yeah and um uh wildlife holidays and then i also like seeing cities so we'll travel to one or two cities then see a lot of it if i can combine it with my thing i have covered europe completely because more or less completely there are just very few countries left uh africa i have done six and um the americas i have visited all the big countries and none of the small ones so i have lots of work to do there so i have some catching up to do so do you google about yourself as well do you i mean what does the world think about vishwanath anand because there's this one question is does world secret agencies ask advice from vishwanath anand no they don't and i i i don't google about myself much because the worst surprise is going finding something and then finding some guys attacking you for nothing so it's best <laughs> not to invite trouble and uh, but I don't uh, google thing but of course I, if i need to look up something then i will and so on but, but, but typically my wo- my work doesn't require me to uh, look for myself in a search engine i have more specialized places to do it 
what I usually search for is uh, what to do in the cities that I'm traveling to, where my friends live, can I connect with them, those kinds of things. Yes, yes. Uh, you won five world championships, right? Which one was your uh, best and most, uh, uh, I mean, you say most uh, haunting one that you would remember for life? I'll remember all of them for life. I mean, you're asking, it's like asking me which of my fingers I like. You know? So <laughs> I will remember all of them for life. But um, maybe the scariest one was 2012, which, uh, you know, when I survived and won, that felt really good because uh, it, I was so close to losing it. Yes, sir. yes. Sir. Why was Padam Shri not, uh, why was Bharat Ratan not given to Vishwanath Anand? Uh, a lot of people are raising that, you know, uh, along with Sachin, uh, Vishwanathan Anand also deserves a Bharat Ratan. What do you have to say on this? Well, what I say is, uh, you know, I'm not going to audition for an award. If they give it, they give it. And uh, it's not something I will uh, complain about. Of course, I, I will be honored to get it, but I'm not going to, like I said, it's not an audition thing. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. You know, what? what can I say? But I'm happy that people feel that I should get it. So I'm grateful for that. Yes. Yes, sir. This, uh... So, you know, uh, while we were checking this question and on Twitter, there was somebody who was asking, what is the daily routine of Vishwanathan Anand? And somebody by the name of Vishwanathan Anand is replying that, you know, I get up in the morning, go cycling, then I go to college and then everything. And they are like, people are tweeting and then they suddenly realize that it's not the original Vishwanathan Anand because he's going to college. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Funnily enough, when I was going to college, I used to go by cycle. So I, I didn't cycle and then go to college. I cycled to college. Um, yeah. It was possible in those days. Uh, so, but now and, what is your routine? Um, now what's my routine? Mostly since the, um, during the pandemic, it was the first time in my, in almost 40 years that I spent a whole year at home. Yes. Otherwise, uh, I'm so used to traveling, but then for 375 days, I did not go near an airport. So that's my absolute record. After wow. that, um, things have settled down nicely. I I play a little bit. I do a little bit of administration. So the, uh, being deputy president of FIDE, uh, I have some time for my academy. And uh, I spend time with the family. It's also a new feeling for me because um, I'm used to always living uh, on the road or traveling. And then, so my family always sees me sporadically. And then now it's a very nice experience to, uh, I mean, everyone must be listening to this and thinking, why is he saying it's a nice experience to spend time with family? But to actually be at home a lot uh, is something that I enjoy very much. And if I can connect with some school friends and uh, uh, go out and uh, chat about old times, that's that's nice. I have my exercise routines in the morning, and mm -hmm. I'll watch a little, watch some movie in the evening or some Netflix series. So, so what what series something. what series or serial do you watch? Because uh, you know there's this uh, uh, thing going on that about you watching Money Heist something <laughs> with uh, Ashwini. Yes, I watched. Uh, I watched Money Heist. What like for three, four seasons? Yes. And uh, by the end, it was getting a bit too improbable, but I certainly enjoyed it, and it was nice for me because I could watch the whole thing in uh, Spanish also. Yes. Um, but I, even more than Money Heist, I liked uh, all the Narcos series. Yes. For me, that was the best, absolute best. 
Um, I watched Queen's Gambit, of course. Um, I mean, I have, it was a, a well-produced series. Nowadays, I watch a lot of my son's favorite movies. This is uh, quite typical. Uh, so whatever movie or series he's watching, we'll watch. We watch some documentaries together. Nothing else uh, related to chess. The, think about it this way. In uh, Just like everybody watches chess to forget what they do for work, I have to watch something other than chess to forget what I do for work. But, but then, sir, so the do whole you, idea is to watch something not related to chess. But then do you realize that there are patterns to, suppose if you're watching political series or something, just like in chess, you can recognize the patterns, right? So because uh, chess is already always connected to politics. Do you feel that there is going to be a pattern in uh, the series that you're going to watch, suppose in Queen's Gambit? Do you know uh, the moves in advance? Okay, what's going to happen next? I mean... Uh, do you get this? Okay, so very interesting point. Uh, I always thought that chess is politics, but without any rules. Whereas in chess, we have very strict rules. Pieces yes. can go like this. You can do this. You cannot do this. Politics doesn't have these rules. So it's much more unpredictable than chess. And uh, to be honest, uh, I don't think chess prepares you for politics. Uh, it doesn't. In very few countries, it does. It doesn't at all because uh, it's too, like I said, it's too unpredictable. Okay, sir. In, uh, in, in chess, if we do half the things that they do in politics, the arbiter would come and stop the clock immediately. So. <laughs> okay, sir, you have been involved in various uh, philanthropic efforts throughout your career, including supporting education and disaster relief efforts. Can you talk about the causes that are more most important to you and how you can use your platform as a public figure to raise about uh, and support these issues that you are raising? Um. I once uh, was visited by a blind chess player okay. and um, he came to my house and he wanted to speak about chess. I mean, I, I heard it, he was blind and I thought uh, it should be nice to meet him. And I was impressed by his level. He was really passionate. He really enjoyed the game. And I realized that chess is one of the few sports that they can enjoy fully in that sense. I mean, they need a slightly different kind of chessboard, a braille chessboard, but other than that, uh, it's a sport they can practice. So I tried to work with them for a while, the Blind Chess Association and all. Um, like that, I found uh, Vidya Sagar. So these are kids with cerebral palsy. Again, uh, for them, chess is something where, uh, where their disability doesn't hurt them so much. Uh, I mentioned animals, so I'm, I work with uh, World Wildlife Fund because, like most people, I'm quite uh, distressed to see uh, that so many species are threatened, And but also because I enjoy the work. And I support sports-related causes. I'm a little bit, uh, if there's a good cause, I'll, I'm happy to support it. So any plans for coming in other field like politics or something? Do you ever have any plans? So, because we need people like you in politics because you are very clean image and you're very humble and you uh, you care about things, right? And plus you're very disciplined, right? So, yeah, any plans for politics? Well, you got a hint of my political ambitions earlier when I said that uh, I, don't, I don't see myself in politics um, because politics um, is about a different kind of passion in a different kind of way. So, I, I don't see myself doing politics. That fact that I got into chess politics itself um, uh, was a new experience for me, but this was enough.
but but there's a uh, there's a fact to your date of birth do you know that you share your date of birth with that of uh, philosopher osho he is also born on 11th december uh no i did not know that but uh, i am not sure what to make of it yeah so uh, while you were reading about you that uh, there's one more fact that came up you know that what is common between uh, vishwanathan anand sir and sachin tendulkar and ar rahman that all their date of births when you uh, add on to them they all reach 30 and then some astrologer is making a something out of it see all great people have 30 in their editions of all something or something they adding the date of births <laughs> did, did you know this fact or not i mean i find these mathematical things very very interesting they they somehow they'll come up and they'll say all these things link up like this and that i don't think it means anything but it's beautiful to read <laughs> <laughs> thank you for giving me the opportunity sir and it has been uh, really very much interesting and you're very kind sir and thank you so much once again for giving your time thank you mike